set a collision course for adventure. This is Cosmopunk. Glitch, a Starfinder in D&D 5e homebrew story, featuring the crew of the Liker 7. I am Pan Lipley Baphomet, Captain of the Liker 7, displaced Galactic Idol, now in the body of a cobalt android mystic, and determined to get it all back one way or another. Hi, I'm RJ and I play V the Vesk, who's the Liker 7's resident designer, mechanic, and over-enthusiastic van owner. They also have a drone familiar called Flyby. Hey, I'm Cypher, and I play a small punky Yosaki otter named Ryder. Operative and pilot of the Leica 7. Hello, I'm Ty, and I play Radar, a cyborg coyote engineer and weapons officer aboard the Leica 7. And I am Fringe, guest game master. After a sudden out-of-body experience, Felix recounts his spiritual journey to the throne room deep inside of the elven tomb. There he encounters a strange meeting with a squirrel smoking a pipe. Before running for his life, away from the rising undead and strange lightning in the hold of a colony ship. The party presses onwards to Camp Hummingbird before the air is filled with crows that were circling around the party. Annoyed by the incessant kind, Nya then decides to climb up a tree and attack a crow. In the ensuing chaos, Pandora discovers the shambling undead before dispatching it with the help of Kralnak. The party then arrive, finally, at the fortified encampment, Camp Hummingbird. Chapter 11, Camp Hummingbird. Banthor's gonna turn to Damien and go, when you said camp, I didn't think you meant a a fortress. I thought you meant, you know, an actual... I mean, am I wrong, guys? It seemed like it's... I don't know. I think it's called Camp Hummingbird, not It's a Camp, you know. Yeah, I, th I think they may have named it when it was smaller, and it got bigger since then. Yeah, yeah. wow. This place is huge and like, fortified. Like somebody left a game running for several hundred years, just saying. Yeah, we know. Just okay, Felix. Just, uh, you know, just, just reminding everyone. Uh-huh. This is going to be the fucking battery all over again, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you've got when you figured it out, nobody cares anymore. <laughs> yeah. Where do we find your um, your master on Enrix? It's not too far. As you guys are walking over the ravine towards the gatehouse, are you guys going to take a look down? Yeah, is yeah. So yeah, looking around. Yeah, like so yeah, it's definitely. All right. So as you guys are heading up and you look down, you see that there's lots of undead bodies laying down there, and you see there's smoldering fire every so often in spots. Maybe a shambling arm or something moving down there. You could tell that there's been an uptick of undead. Is that a literal corpse pit? Yeah, I think this is what they do with the um, the dead once they've been dispatched. Wow. Damien, your, your people just throw the dead down to a pit? You have to realize, these are the undead that try to attack the camp. It wouldn't be surprising that they fall in, too. So what, they're un undead now? No, I think they've just, they just fallen they're into the pit. They're just dead now. Uh. No, because, uh, wait, was there a moving arm, you said? There were some moving arms. Oh, also they're un un undead. That's Matt. Mm, wait, Matt, no. you're just undead. They're almost alive. No, no, they're still undead. They're just undead in a hole. Ah, <laughs> but this seems dangerous. Well, 
they're trying to deal with it, and you can see some of the uh, archers above are taking hot shots, firing arrows down. What a agent. That seems really inefficient. <laughs> yeah. Why don't uh, you just set the pits on fire? I don't think there's one of the fiery pits surrounding the whole encampment either, though. That might also be dangerous. I mean, you yeah. look around, you kind of notice that the fortifications are all wood, too, so... Uh, yeah. Oh. Mm. All right, so you guys head in, you know, you go past the first gate onto the bridge, and then you go through the uh, gatehouse. And as you walk in, you can see that it's a large open area. There's a stables to your right um, where there's some horses there tied up. There's only like two or three of them there. You see a couple camps, little uh, tents in one side with a fire pit, guards walking back and forth from there. A couple more tents to your left. And then to the far right, there's another level where there's a keep basically up there with more guard houses to the side of the clearing going up towards the keep area. There's this giant red tent and Damien starts walking towards it. I think the on-show on might be in there. Yeah. That or his professor's in there. I mean, I think it's... It, okay, yes, let's go. <laughs> All right. So you guys are heading towards there and there is a rather large golem, almost a huge mechanical golem standing in front has a large shield in front of it and has a large hand. It looks like it's kind of in a guard position. As you approach, it says, Lord Damien, it is good to see you again. I shall alert your professor that you are here. Its eyes flash for a moment before it steps to the side. And then you guys see this rather old-looking gentleman wearing blue robes as well, like Damien is. He smiles. He says, ah, the prodigal student returns at last. And um, you also notice there's another gentleman that steps out as well. He's a tall elf wearing red and black finery. Well-dressed. He looks like a royal. I love these guys' color scheme. <laughs> Must be a king. Yeah. Or a hmm? lord. Or a... Uh, can you tell he's a king? Hasn't got shit all over him. Yeah, there it is. Had to do it, sorry. <laughs> Entrix smiles and says, well, I hope you brought the research that I asked. Damien smiles and hands over his satchel to his professor, who goes through it. It's like, ah, good. Well, our esteemed guest here, Zul, is... Sorry, Zul? Zul? Z-U-U-L. Yeah, a Z. He is Zul. Zul! Okay. <laughs> That's fine, yeah. <laughs> Instantly suspicious of Zul. <laughs> our friend Zul here is uh, a paying guest. He's interested in our research. And Damien smiles. Well, I'm glad to hear that we have more funding. You can see that Intrix looks at all of you and said, so these must be your guards then that you hired. Damien nods. He said, yeah, I was hoping to get here and they were much more helpful than quite the adventure, I must tell you. He's like, well, in good time, we will talk about that. But for now, you and me must discuss more about our research. Much has changed since you've been gone. And um, you can see that he starts pulling Damien in and Damien looks to you all and says, <laughs> Payment. Yeah, sorry. One moment, sir. Says yeah. Yang Cat. Yeah. <laughs> Damien stops the professor for a moment and then hands you the extra half of the payment. I believe we agreed it Squeak. was 50 gold. I think it was 50. So he hands you another 50 gold. Why are you researching anyway, Damien? I believe I told you we were studying the undead, the old city, the old elven city. Hmm. You know, about why it's bringing back the dead. Do you think um, your master would mind um, perhaps just taking a look at this. I'm sure that we might have a few queries of our own before we head back, you know, for safety and such. What are you asking him to look at? Uh, the glaive, just in case there's anything there. Oh, yeah. Damien takes the glaive and uh, shows it to the professor, and the professor goes, 
a common relic weapon. Most of the undead that have come here usually bear such weapons. Nothing too special about it. Hmm. Well, all right. Um, as long as it won't like enchant or curse or like turn the wearer who's using it into a something. Yeah, that's not a thing that happens by and large, is it, the um, doctor? Wait, sorry, how do you pronounce, how would you address Hendrix? Hendrix smiles and um, says, "You can call me Professor if you prefer." All right. So yes, no curses or such or anything like spinning it around idly. Not that I can see on it. All right. Then uh, I guess we'll just uh, hold on to it. All right. Now come, Damien. We have some research to attend to. And you can see him pulling, and Zul looks at all you. Um, Now waves. All right. Everyone give me insight rolls. Actually. There's a nine for insight for me. Oh, 19 for insight. That's a four. Yeah. Wow. 17. How am I the most insightful? Yeah, how is uh, I, I am an idiot. <laughs> because your low cunning means you can see when people are being sneaky. Our feline friend and the, our gnome friend will notice that, that he's hiding a slight face of disgust looking at you. Soul <laughs> is. Who, me, <clears throat> specifically? All of you. I mean, you are covered uh, in bird feathers and blood. No, I clean yeah. that off. You did get torn apart. Like I didn't hear you say you did. Yeah, I told you I went into the, went into the bushes to groom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... He gives a curt nod to all you before uh, heading into the tent. He has eye narrows. And then the large golem takes its place in front of the tent again. Mm. Quite interesting that golem as well. Cause, and um, he has going to look at Felix to see if we both like caught the same thing. Did I catch it as well? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Sort of shrug. Mm. Maybe he's just a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pandora leans down and like coughs Felix around the back of the ear. Like, what? How? What? Language. Why well, you got to be like that, Felix? What, you're telling it how it is? What, what do you mean? He's, he might be a nice person. I don't know. He did give us a very dirty look. Gummiest look. I, I didn't see that at all. He was it looking did. down on us, and not just because we're short. Yeah, <laughs> although he was also looking down on us. Yeah, because we're short. <sighs> Maybe we should go and uh, rest up for a bit. Yeah, Yeah, I could use a rest. All right, so hey. do you guys want to explore around? Is I suppose we could do a, a wander and find like a tavern or something. Yeah, it's like it's about what five a.m. now. Oh no, it's not a.m. anymore. Well, you're coming towards the uh, later of the day. Yeah, I guess we could um, get some, some some grub, have a look around the locals, and uh, find somewhere to rest. I guess. All right. Mm. So as you guys are settling up, you can see a couple of the guards are talking to each other, and then suddenly one of them starts approaching you, and he said, "Well, travelers, as you may have noticed." We're a bit short staff as of late. We wanted to pay you guys if you'd be willing to help us around here. Help you with what? Uh, I don't know, guys. Do we want more side quests? No, we kind of got to focus on you know the reason we're here. Yeah. yeah. Although this might um, help us get a bit closer. It might activate some part of the game that we don't know about yet. What wants to do exactly? Um... Well, I assume you came from Tradeport, correct? Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you may have heard then that we've been having a lot of our crew leaving us due to the increased activity of the undead. So, as you can see, it's just us guards and a few of those who are still brave, along with a couple of hill giants that have been helping us. Oh, is that what those big um, robot people are? He raises an eyebrow. I don't think they have robots. Huh? Are you talking about Professor Endrick's guardian? Guardian? Yeah, that thing. Big, glowy. No, that's not... One of so that's a golem, Carl. Ah. What's a golem? One of them points to the guard again. 
<laughs> before. When? It was just a spaceship. Well, no, that was a spaceship. It shot lasers and nukes at us. Okay, so, mm, mm, like, purting her lips. Mm. Did that shoot lasers and nukes? No, but a we gold know, could kind of um, magical construct. <laughs> Crawl <laughs> looks at it suspiciously. <laughs> um, it doesn't seem to be perturbed by you. Probably shoots I mean, old-timey lasers. I mean, what about nu- nukes were invented in the Middle Ages, right? I guess the best way to look at it would be it's a machine just made of stone, you know? Mm. Shoots nukes. No, well, that's fine. Sure, it's a machine. Let's let's go find someone. Oh, wait, no, the guy was talking to us. Yeah, what, what do he actually want us to do? Okay, fine, then turns to the guy. So, what do you want again? Well, we can have some help moving more logs and such. We can have some skilled laborers. We need people who are good at fixing armor. And do you need any fighting? It. Any fighting done? Well, we have guard duties that we can no, use. No, no, I mean, I mean actual, like, you know, fighting. Yeah, like clearing out the forest or something. Well, we will have our uh, giants here at some point. They'll need some guarding when they head into the forest to collect additional lumber for our fires and repairs. You need guards for giants? Well, okay, sure. Okay, that sounds fun. Oh, you'd be yeah, surprised but only three hill giants can only handle so much undead. All right. Well, I mean, how much undead do you come across normally? Lately, we have originally were handling, you know, one, two, three at most before, but now we're coming up against 10, maybe 20 at a time, if not more. Oh, that's a lot of undead. That's a lot, yeah. Pandora's uh, flexing and says, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Center of the forest. We're going to have to go through all that. Yeah. Would you be willing to help us? Yes. For the, fighting, for the fighting stuff. Yeah. Okay. Don't, we're not going to carry your logs around. Sorry. Fair enough. Would you be willing to, to pay our, our group for our services? Well, if you make sure that our giants come back and they bring their haul, We'll be sure to pay you, and we'll give you free housing, of course, while you help Ooh. them. Free housing sounds good. Well, that's useful. Yeah. He motions to some of like, the tents and such. We have some additional tents since some of our crew left, so you can use them for your stay. I mean, how long do you need our help for? Because we've got some other stuff we were planning to do while we're here, so we don't want to like bog ourselves down. I think we're only here for the night to rest up and help them for this and then leave. I don't think we're staying here. Is that right? Well, how long are you guys wanting to stay? Well, we were going to see if anything um, event-wise happened in-game. I suppose we could give it a couple of days, maybe. I mean, that, that mark on the map isn't going anywhere, and we know where, if we, if we get stuck for what to do, we know where to go next. So mm. I suppose we could hang around here for a bit, see if any, anyone's feet start glowing or <laughs> horde of undead appears. <laughs> Pandora, that's bad, is now aware that she was, <laughs> she was being made fun of. <laughs> All right. They thank you, um, and they tell you that the Giants will go out tomorrow, that they'll probably need some help. Tonight they're coming back already, their own escort, since you guys came in late. Well, I'm happy to give you free housings. As you go on about the night, you see the guards moving to and fro from the walls, checking everything. What do you guys want to do this evening? Yeah, I guess we should probably take a long rest at some point. Yeah. To build up hit points, and yeah, it's probably going to do a bit of night prowling. I mean, I'm assuming in-game we're taking a long rest now. So, yes. Um, um, how many how many uh, hit points do you gain after long rest? All of them. All of it. Sweet. Nia has licked herself better. Oh. All right. And you guys are going to do anything else? Are you going to explore the camp? Are you going to do? Yeah, let's have a look around. Yeah. Uh, in the meanwhile, Nia's also going to pluck those crows and like uh, wrap them in linen. What? What? <laughs> it's a food stash. It's food. <laughs> Yeah. Again, people are giving us free food all the time. Like they, they won't always be giving us free food. Oh, Felix has gone to look for food. Yeah, yeah. 
Pandora's yeah. gone with things just to get to the E. Yeah, same. <laughs> Okay, Nia's gonna like stash stash the food parcels like in her in her bag of stuff, in and then crop. go with the rest of the team. All right, so you guys go to find out there is a communal dinner tent that they're making stew and such. Guards come off shifts and are getting dinner. They're more than happy to serve you, though they ask for some money because you are outsiders, of course. Hey, they said free food. Do we help them? Free t- stay. <laughs> yeah, free stay, yeah. but not food. And also, we haven't helped him yet. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I suppose we have so, held him a bit. We killed one undead. Let's 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 be heroes first, and then we can be rewarded for being heroes. It doesn't work the other way around. The great floor of adventuring, not taking payment up front. <laughs> <laughs> It'll cost five copper pieces each, about half a silver, if you're curious how to break it up. Yeah. Oh, well, well. It's basically potato stew with some meat in it. It's, not, it's hearty, but... Mm. Yeah. That's still tasty. Sounds a rot to me. Yeah, stupid. Could we do some herbs and spices? <laughs> well, given the fact that they don't have much in that, they may do what they got. Mm. Is there any? Is there any grog or grog equivalent? <laughs> um, yeah, what's the booze like? They have some alcohol. Basically, your base rationed alcohol. They'd be willing to sell you some for about five silver pieces for three mugs, or you can go for one mug for one silver. Yeah, that's so. not. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll probably get around in because she's feeling flush. Yeah, who's hold? Who's holding the gold, by the way? We all are. I mean, from the fifty gold we got paid. Oh, the first way to Pandora. But if they're going to charge us, and we've always been going to do a job, I think we should probably renegotiate here. Well, you haven't done anything, so you know, <laughs> you don't say, "Please help me," and then, "Oh, by the way, buy dinner for yourself." Well, I mean, they did give you a free tenting. Uh, it's it's a tang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it's, it's a passion because there are literal zombies at the gate. Yeah, and they're not even edible. Do you know what? <laughs> yeah, where are those birds you had? Uh, <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Well, let's give them to the chef and say, here's some extra food if we get some free. No, you... they're micros. Here's some crow, yeah. Get properly so it's not disgusting and wrapped in linen. I'm sorry, how many crows did you get pet by? That's how many crows you get to eat. <laughs> really? You're going to play that game? <laughs> Felix is just going to go up to a food vendor and just buy the stew. Yeah, and Yaz is going to buy the stew as well. Yeah, how much is the stew? I'm not going to be snobbish about the fucking potato stew. Five copper. Five copper? The <laughs> <laughs> girl who doesn't eat is laughing in the background. It's cheap. Felix hands over the last of his copper. Uh, how many copper is there to a silver? Ten. Ten copper to a silver. Okay. So I'm going to. Everything's in increments of ten, isn't it? Yeah, I'm yes. going to break a silver. Enough. <laughs> to 10 copper, which is now 5 copper, and take my bowl of stewy mush. Yeah. Yeah, I could really use some rosemary. You know, a little bit of turmeric and some, some Vexian spice as well. Vexian all spice will go great in this. <laughs> spice. Um, yeah, all uh, alcohol will just say is one silver, just to make it easy. So, yeah, uh, Nya's going to skimp on the alcohol because, well, she only has 11 of her own gold. All right. Yeah, I don't think Kroll's going to have any grog tonight. All right. So, totally. y'all guys, enjoy your dinner. You hear music as some of the uh, guards are playing. One's playing a pan flute, one is playing a guitar, basically, kind of. Um, a lute? A lute. I think that could be it. Yeah. Are they any good or are they crap? Um, they're decent. I mean, they know just a few songs. A hurdy gurdy. No hurdy gurdies, but. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Everyone give me perception checks, please. Hi. Yeah. Nat 20 for perception. 22. Ah, uh, it's a 3 for perception. Wow. <laughs> v is too interested. 
uh, sorry, not yeah. uh, our kitty cat friend is too interested in their potato soup that they are very oblivious. She's However, trying to find the meat. Yeah. But, Kroll, as you are um, enjoying the meal, you hear some of the guards talking. And you hear them talking about their commander being out in the field by herself. And they're wondering, why is she out there helping this research by herself? Like, why is she out there mm. by herself? Like, they find it weird that her commander left to go into the forest by herself. Like, the hell are they thinking? Why would they send their head commander out to do this? You can hear uh, grumbling from the guards. Some of them are talking about seeing things in the forest. So yeah, Kroll's gonna, um, like whisper over to the guys. Is it, like, loud enough with sort of conversation and music that no one can overhear us talking where we are? Mm, I mean, I think you can probably get away with it so long as you're not too obvious with it. Okay. Kroll's gonna, like, uh, tap Pan on the shoulder sort mm -hmm. of uh, indicate to come, come closer. What's up? Just overheard a conversation the guards are talking about. Um... The head, um, was it the head researcher, is it? Basically, you heard that their commander left under being told by the head researcher, professor's research. Right. Okay, yeah, that's right. So the, the head commander of this camp has just left to go into the into the forest, I think. They've just just, not, just now or a few days ago? I'll explain it a bit better. The elf, Zul, came. Yeah. And after he arrived, the commander left by herself to go into the forest. Okay, so yeah, uh, Kroll will relay that information to Ben. Okay. Um, huh. That seems uh, odd. Does anyone else over here, or is it just Pan? I'll probably be just be talking to Pan, because I know Pan can, um, can you know, keep things quiet. <laughs> I feel offended, but you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I can keep things quiet. No, yeah, I can't. Yes, you can. She's a rogue. Mm. No. Regardless, um, no, I guess... Do you think there might be something up with that Zul guy? I mean, I got a weird vibe. I don't know. The, the, the others didn't seem to like them at all, but uh, I don't know. I, I didn't get a bad vibe from them. Mm. Like, like evil? You can sense that, right? I should have been able to, but I forgot to mention it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah! Good It might be a good idea to find out what the tank commander's name was. Mm. If it began with M and ended with Y. Yeah, no, she's going to that. <laughs> Just can't believe I forgot to ask that. Still, you know, maybe we can, maybe we can ingratiate ourselves with these guys a bit. Maybe. So what are these guys like? What do they look like? Are they just like looking conspirationally? Are they looking unhappy or what? Are you talking about the guards? Yeah, the guards. They look relatively. They don't seem dispirited, but they do seem agitated by the fact that their commander is no longer there to lead them. Yeah. And so there's an interim. Apparently, you're paying attention now. Now that crawl alerted you. And you're getting a feeling that they're unwary about what's going on, given the fact that there's been increased attacks. They have... An increase in, in uh, danger. Mm -hmm. So they are definitely nervous. There's a sense of nervousness to it. So it's still whispering to crawl and says, you know, if we help these guys, they might help us get to the uh, center of this forest later. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Jimmy mentioned it was, uh, it was tough, tough going. It wouldn't mm -hmm. hurt to ingratiate ourselves a bit, at least to the commanding officer. Well... Maybe you should challenge one of them to an arm wrestling contest. Oh, do you go for it? Well, why not? You seem to do a very good job of it back at the inn. No, wait, no. We're trying to make friends, and 
Yeah, I don't think turning up at a plate and then immediately putting somebody down is, you know, that's a, a good You can't start. hear this conversation. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're right. I'm not in this conversation. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> so I guess I'll, just, I'll be right back. Uh, all right. Show one over to guards. Um, hey, where's she going? Seduce him. Kroll, <laughs> where's Pango? Where's Pango? Uh, I didn't say. Yeah, they, they probably know what they're doing. Alright. What were you asking the guard? Sorry. She wants to sit down with the guards. Um just to just to get chummy with them and see if they need help. Bandora at this time kinda wants to do some stuff. And if she can go out into the forest and punch some more things for a bit with her friends to help these guys, that could work out too. As long as she doesn't do it on her own. No, she works with her friends. Alright. And yeah. <laughs> so all the guards look at you, uh, Pandora, and they're kind of like uh, can we help you? Sorry to interrupt, guys. Um, my friends and I have just come into town. We were guards for Damien, the, uh, the professor's uh, envoy. Oh, uh, yes, the professor's pet. Oh, well, he's, uh, he's, he's, not, he's not a bad guy. The point is, I heard that some of you were having a bit of trouble. It seems, um, if you don't mind, I'm terribly sorry for interrupting, but it seems like you could use maybe an outside party to, uh, to aid in some way. Hmm. And how do you propose that? Well, again, I'm terribly sorry for prying. My friend and I couldn't help over here. As a paladin, I'm sworn to aid, if I can. Perhaps we could find your uh, your commander. What was her name, sorry? Oh, Captain Mayor. Captain Mayor, right. Would that be something you'd want? Well, we would love our commander to be back and safe, but given the professor and his pet project out there relates to our commander, we have no way of knowing where she went in the forest. Well, perhaps if we come across her, we can make sure she gets back safe and sound. Mm. That would be most appreciative. Of course. We're all out here alone, after all. We can only help each other. Well. Oh, sorry. I'm Pandora. And my friends behind me, that's Carl, Felix, and Nya. Well, we appreciate it if you can get our commander back, but... We don't know where she went in the forest. We have no idea why she was sent to the forest. And the professor won't tell us anything. Nor will that strange elf that's appeared. Oh, yeah. Um, Zul, was it? Yeah, Zul. He only arrived just a few days ago. He apparently endeared himself with the professor relatively early with funding. So he did come with the professor? He did not come with the professor. He came later. Do you know where he's come from? He came from Tradeport as well. Hmm. Hmm. All right. All right. We'll see what we can do. Could you describe your uh, commanding officer for us? Um. Well, she's a half elf, female, mm-hmm. blonde hair. Um. Wears some of the best armor and weaponry, so we suspect that she'd be safe on her own, if need be. But still, as much undead as we've been coming across lately, we're not be surprising that even a well-armed commander couldn't survive out there for very long. She's been gone a couple of days, you said? Yes. Alright. We'll do our best, and hopefully we'll be back soon with good news for you. In the meantime, we hope you'll continue to extend to us um, good fortune and candle while we're staying with you. No. So long as you promise to bring back our commander or help us out here at the camp, we'd be more than happy to have help you. Of course. Thank you for your time. I'm going to get back and uh, enjoy some of this uh, potato meat thing. 
<laughs> Yum. <laughs> Delicious. They give you a bit of a funny look. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she goes back to the others, um, like hustles the others to, to the table as well so they can all hear and relays the general information. Huh. Did, did they say what the commander looked like? Yes, and she relays that as well because I, I'm not going to say that. She's blonde, best armor, uh, half elf. elf. Okay, so not Mary then. Half elf, half what? Human. I think they just call half elves just, hum- just human elves, half elves here. Yeah, but Rod doesn't know that. I suppose. Half elf like the guard we saw on the way in. Oh. Okay, so we'll keep an eye out for her, I guess. Hmm. She didn't look like the lady that you people, that you guys saw. You people? What? That you guys saw in the Okay, the one we saw was all human and wasn't wearing elvish armor or anything. She's wearing like a cloak with uh, with a science uniform. Yeah, the character wasn't she an elf? I thought she was. She was an elf. Oh, was she a full elf? Full elf. Okay, other than that, I guess. Okay, yeah. Out of the wrong. Well, either way, if we see this, um, this guy, I'm really sorry. I forgot the commander's name. I didn't get to write it down. Captain Mayor. Captain Mayor. Mayor. Okay, fair enough. Well, that can be a side side quest. As opposed to other side quest of killing undead and other side quest of getting to the central. Well, really, in one, they're all the same quest. We've got to kill the undead to get there, and if we can find the captain, then they'll help us kill the undead to get there. Yeah. Unless they are the undead. Okay, that's. Yeah. You're sounding like radar. (laughs) (laughs) A very interesting twist, though. I mean, as as in, they've already died and come back as an undead. Yeah, I mean, where (sighs) are their bodies in reality? Mm. They're already dead. Or if they're not dead, this is a copy of their consciousness, but they're unaware of it. Are you talking about the guards that we just talked to? Like the people, like whatever Nya was on about. I don't know what Nya was on about either. Uh, Nya was just assuming that the captain was an in-game asset who's been killed by an undead, become an undead, because that's how that works. And then if we come across her and she's already like beyond saving. Man, if you just said zombie, it would have been so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> but zombies aren't in this game. They're undead. Okay, it doesn't matter. The point is, we don't know that. We can hope that uh, Captain Neo is not already dead. But if she is, then we'll bring back some um, some item of hers. To <laughs> some piece of her. No, I mean, like, a, like, she has the best armor, so she'll have some fancy armor they'll know about. Then we can just say, we put it to rest. Yeah. This is all which, by the way, so these guys do not hear us say this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a covert conversation. All right. So you guys have the discussion. Sounds like some of the there's a change of the guards as it's going to night. As you know, it's getting towards night, the moon starts rising. What are you guys up to as you finish yes. your dinner and such? Yeah, it's probably curled up in her tent. Oh, are we are we sleeping? We're not getting ready to go out after um Walking. Yeah, we need to take a long rest at some point. But also, I didn't realize that the guards were so... Um, they seem to be very anti the professor and Damien. Mm. I think I think from their perspective, he's an outsider who's come in and just started like... And suddenly their their chummy boss has become all weird and they start going off into the forest on their own. And Yeah. yeah, They've upset the status quo. Yeah. Mm. I guess, um, you know, I'm going to see if I can spot Damien, though. It's, it's getting towards on now. Maybe he's wandering around. Uh, did you give Damien the book, or did you take it back from him? I gave it back because we looked at it and it was a fake, or we said we made a joke it was a fake 20 quid note, and you get back. Okay. As the moon is rising, Endor, um, you hear someone coming towards your tent. Pop my head up. You see it's Damien, and he's smiling. You're like, well, good evening, Endor. Oh, Damien, it's good to see you. Everything okay? Oh, things are fine. We had a long talk with the Professor and his new beneficiary. Um, I was wondering if I could see that book again this evening. 
Oh, um, sure. Okay. Um, hold on. Is is it? I guess it's like late enough for a lamp or something. Yeah, lamp out. Sit down and uh, park the book. And while she's like letting him go through the book, I was like, so who's that fellow with your professor? I don't know him that well myself. All I know is that he paid handsomely to help our research. He's brought a lot of information and stuff that has accelerated our research by months, if not years. Uh, he knows much about the undead than we knew before. He knows about the defenses of the old city and other things. It's quite amazing, in fact, trying to help us crack this reasoning for the undead increase. And hmm. get out of this exactly? Well, you have to realize the Elven Kingdom had many secrets. Secrets that have been lost to many of the elven kind, such as their magic. They've lost so much of their knowledge and magic that the old libraries being forgotten and abandoned ever since the plague, relics of their time, a lot of it's gone, lost into that forgotten city of poems. So he's a historian? Apparently he was knowledgeable enough to be a historian. Damien flips back to that one page that he was looking at earlier and is rubbing the area again. He's like, I wanted to try something ever since I saw this book. I couldn't do it when I was there, because, you know, museum curator and all. But if you humor me, and he uh, takes picks up the book and steps out of your tent. Oh, uh, follows outside. And he looks up, and it's a full moon tonight. So she did not invite him into her tent. She, she is a, oh, she, I thought you said you did. No, she said they were outside. Stepped into my boudoir. Yeah, she's a yeah. <laughs> Uh, apologies. Um, so, anyway, he uh, flips to that page and he um, looks up at the moon. He holds the book up into the air. You notice the moon's glowing on the book's pages, and all of a sudden, eerie blue light begins to glow from the book itself, as in response to the moonlight. And um, moonlight, fuck. <laughs> and he slowly pulls it down, and you see there are elven words on the side of the glaive where the glaive was and there's written elvish trailing down each side and Damien runs his finger across it and begins reading the glaive is the key to freedom of all but whoever takes it shall control them all hmm, hmm. This is interesting and um, he flips to the other side where some more moon there's more writing for this be the key to one's prison it's also be one to clear all evil? Hmm, this is strange. So, this, oh wait, she can't read it. She's just listening to the music. Yeah, he's, he read it out loud to you. He's like, hmm. I mean, I knew the glaive was used to take care of an old god long ago, an old ancient deity. This sounds like it's a release for something else. The key to all one's freedom? Hmm. I don't know what that means either. I mean, it's believed that whoever controlled the glaive would be able to have sway over many elves, those of the past, but this sounds like this thing is guarding something, that is protecting something, this glaive. Curious. Hmm. If I may, and she hand, we should hand it for the book. He hands it back. We're going to be heading off in the morning, perhaps on a small side mission. What will you be doing? Uh, I'll be helping my professor, of course. Um, we're supposed to expect the commander back in a few days, from what he said. 
apparently he's been keeping in contact with her. Oh, oh, that's great. Her men have been worried sick. Where is she? I'm afraid I can't tell you that, because I'm not sure myself. All I know is that she's in the forest. Do you not think it odd that she was sent away alone during this undead plague? Well, I'm afraid that I can't really go much more detail as to why she went in there. That's, that's the professor's knowledge, and I've been sworn to not talk about it either. Can I roll an insight? I want to see if he's like just be like clamming up, or he doesn't, or he doesn't. Um... Genuinely doesn't know ignorance yeah. or malice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if he's like uh, I can't say anything or whatever. That's a five. Oof. Yeah, you can't tell whether or not he doesn't know or he's just clamming up. All right. Well, then, Damien, perhaps this is where we'll be parting our ways. It's been it's been pleasant. And pleasant. I was glad for have your help. Hmm. Thank you for getting it. Yeah, he smiles and nods before uh, leaving you. Hmm. Sits oh, for a while, looks at the book, can't read the book, and then goes to find the others. Um, I guess like she wouldn't go far. If the, are you guys all in one tent together? Well, in, in the pleb tent. Yep. Fuck it. Probably. Right, then I guess she like yeah pops her head in. Oh, hey guys. Hello, Baff. Hello, Baff. Who's Baff? Mm. Actually, I've been saying Baff. I think she's only... You, you have. Yeah. I, she's only found when she gets into like a, a frenzy for battle. You're really getting into this, aren't you? I, it's everything's so lifelike, even the people. I, yeah, and there's there's a mystery to unsolve, and there's nice people here, and there's yeah. something weird going on, but we're, we're unraveling that as well. People. Yeah. You just, you just you usually run around just taking them all out. Well, yeah, but this is more of an in-depth experience. I guess that's been lost over time. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was a noise. Yeah. Good contribution. <laughs> so, do you reckon here's somewhere safe to log out the night, or? I would assume so. It's been a few days. Let's um, check in with the, with the doctor first, and then um, maybe head off. Mm. Although, wait, hold on. We are now able to sleep in here for longer. We can stay in here for longer, yeah. As yeah. yeah, so long as the doctor says that our vitals are fine, everything's cool, we'll just stay in. Yeah, right. either way works. Well, I'll, I'll text him that and say, is, is okay for sleep? Hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he actually reports, it is day three. Wasn't that our cap? That was his. Is that, like, it is day three, you should get out, or is day three, the time well, you guys remember... Um, so actually, oh, yeah. give me intelligence checks. Don't make us do intelligence checks. Is that uh, Starfinder intelligence or uh... Uh, in game? Let's just go there because you're still using your men. Oh, oh Christ! Okay. Oh, I got a good one. <laughs> I got a better one. You got a better one. <laughs> Bad one at two. Hey, Baff, what's it like being stupid down here with me? <laughs> um. Well, who's Baff? Our. <laughs> <laughs> our. Uh... Lizard folk and the cat remember. Oh crap! That's right. Three days was Doctor Strange's like limit that he was trying to warn you guys to come out of the machine. Told you. Oh man, Baffman's gone on a proper bender now. Like staying in too long. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's addicted to the game. Yeah, yeah. she's in too deep. Yeah, V's <laughs> gonna curl Nia up into a nice like fetal position with a tail wrapped around her, and then like covered by the blanket, and then uh, Nia, uh, V's going to log out. All right. Anyone else? Yeah, Crawl's gonna 
hop onto, I don't know, is there like a hammock in here or something? Well, a, a giant lizardman size. A hammock, hammock in a tent. <laughs> Inside a tent. Yeah. What's it hanging off? The tent poles. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll just Tents I'll, are not structural. I'll just sit up next to the fire and just and Kroll just shuts his eyes. Felix passes out somewhere comfortable. Pandora goes back to her tent and uh, does the same. Alright, you put in your login, you put in the alert. But as you guys are heading to sleep, you hear something. You hear what sounds like crows again. Duh. Instantly awake. And yeah. they're back for round two. And as you guys hear the crowing, it's coming from outside, and you look out of your pull open your tent flap and you look and you see there's a singular crow looking at all of you. And everyone give me perception checks again. Let's do that. I'm going to use um, uh, detect. Oh, God, not detect. What is it again? 12 perception. Fine sense is what I think. Uh, 17 for perception. 18. Pandora and our cat friend here. You're the first ones to notice this. Everything's standing still. The guards are like stuck in walking. Oh, they're doing that thing where they're standing in one place, but they're walking cycle. Yeah, they're, they're they're motion. Stop moving. Somebody's spilt a drink in the background and the water is like falling out of the, the mug still. Yeah. <laughs> but you see this crow looking at each one of you. And the crow is still to, moving. It's still moving. Mm. It's not stopped. It's calling at you. Man. I hiss at it. And that's when you, you hear what sounds like wings beating in the air before you see countless crows start descending from the sky towards where the single crow was. I told you they were evil. This is what you get for pissing off crows. Why did you attack the crows? The crows started it. Get for the hood. No. You're eating one. Uh, Look. No, and yet, uh, and yet ate one of them. The rest of them are in her backpack. <laughs> <laughs> And you see them almost look like a cyclone as they're coming down. A cyclone? A cyclone? Oh, don't, don't. And, oh no. And as but they it's... all start coming down, you see them starting to almost come apart in a way. Like they're starting to rebuild themselves into something. And where that singular crow was, it's starting to build around it. Until finally, a figure stands before you. See this? This is some bullshit right here. Pointing at the black mask. <laughs> you recognize this person. Even though they're not wearing the usual purple and gold, they're wearing mm. black robes with teal, like, runes on their thing. You all know who this is. It's Dave. And he does not look happy. <laughs> what are we do this time? We haven't even pissed anyone off. His finger points at Felix. You. Yes. <laughs> you went somewhere where you weren't supposed to go, he says, almost in almost sing tony voice, as his eyes glare at you. Yes, you gave me a potion and I drank it. I did not give you that potion. Mary did. Who's Mary? Who's Mary? Oh, don't play fools with me. I'm absolutely going to play fools with him. We're not. We're asking <laughs> you who, you, who she was. <laughs> Hmm. In fact, how's my how's my bluff? Yeah, you're gonna have to. <laughs> yeah, give me bluff rolls. Uh, where, what is bluff in this? Is it uh... Uh, deception? Yeah, deception. 
17 for deception. 11 for deception. Felix is not saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> He's able to see through your deceptions. Relatively oh, <laughs> and he growls a bit. He's like, you ruined the surprise. Hmm. Well, since you seem to be so interested in my game and learning its secrets, perhaps I should keep you here. And you see him raise his hand before you hear him snap it. And all of you, give me constitution saving throws. Oh boy. Uh, con, that is... Oh, that's five for Con. I got nine. Oh. Felix, you are the only one that will survive the first brunt of this. But the rest of you, <laughs> you just feel like an ice cold just splashes over you, each one of you, like an icy cold feeling. Felix, you feel cold, but it's not like chill you to the marrow. It's And all of a sudden, all your wrists are flaring up with like, an, like a call, like you hear the ringing of Dr. Lestrange. Instantly. <laughs> yep. Immediately pick it up. Yep. You hear, you see Dr. Lestrange just looking panicked. He's like, what did you guys do? What did you do? Get us out of yeah. here. Dave's here. Short story, Dave's evil. Get us out. Get him yeah. right now. Um, you can see he's panicking, pressing buttons. He's like, I can't. I don't know what you did, but you reactivated the hibernation protocols. Uh, and he turns the camera and you see that it, you can see each one of your tubes turning like ice. Like there's ice now encasing each one of you. Radar's oh, just going to roll his eyes. And then he's going to shoot Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Damn it. It's part of him. All of him. The face, hopefully. No, don't call it. <sighs> 23. You fire and you it hits with a wet thunk in his shoulder. He looks down at it. Looks back at you. Before grabbing it and just pulling it out. You see crows. You hear calling as it pulls out. And you see the little crows reforming. And closing it before he rolls his eyes in the other direction and just shrugs. Mm. Worth a shot. Reloads the crossbow. Put it. Put it back in his thing. What did you hope to achieve? <laughs> well, shit. I don't know. Maybe he had to conform to the rules of his own game, and if we could just hurt him, we could make him not do. Did you focus? We're being attacked. <laughs> I did focus, and I responded, but it did nothing. I hope you're ready for a long time here, my friends, because uh, I am not going to let you go. But I'll make it fair to you. Dave, tell us. Who was Mary? If you are going to keep us here, you can at least tell us that. No, let him finish. Don't interrupt. We'll just have have ourselves unplugged from this whole thing. We can literally power you down, Dave. You don't win in this situation. Yeah. Nor do you. But you'll be coming with me if they power me down. In fact, I will make everyone on that ship mine. What ship? Well... I figured you would know the ship that you guys are on right now. And you see him lift his arms up, and you can see a diagram of Mr. Gatsley's ship just appear before you. We're on a spaceship, aren't we? Keep thinking we're on a planet. No. <laughs> Dave, why are you evil? <laughs> Have you tried not being evil? Perhaps you should ask them. Who? And he motions towards the forest. They were the ones who ruined my home. And I am only just returning in kind of the pain they caused me. They ruined your home. I mean, okay, <laughs> but we haven't done shit. Why do we have to stay here? Because you 
went somewhere you weren't supposed to. No, I didn't. He did. Points at Felix. It was just me. Yeah. You started it. Yeah. Throwing Felix into the fire, Nya. What are you? Yeah, good job. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, I mean, think one of us to get out, and we can just get the rest of us out. Yeah, I've got a point here, Dave. It was only me. So let them go and take me. No, no, no. <laughs> it's much more fun to have such fresh minds, especially. You can see him inhaling deeply. Oh, so it's not, it's... it's not because it's somewhere where I wasn't supposed to go. You just are malicious. <laughs> He's not going to yeah. lie, Dave. You're being kind of a dick. And... Yeah. Man, I hate, hate being right. On my planet, there's a phrase, in for a penny, in for a pound. Do you really want to go down this road? You're in my world. I can do what I please. But I'll make it fair to you. I'm not going to have them turn and kill you right now. No, that would be too quick. That would be too... Instant. No. Camp Hummingbird will be your safety for now. Everyone here will pretend nothing has happened. They'll continue to function as normal. But that doesn't mean the rest of the world is not my playpen for you. What do you mean exactly? Oh. You were all so paranoid when you had Damien, thinking that I could hear everything. But I could hear everything. Oh, the trees. It's not paranoia. Yeah, we were just right then in that case. It's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So long as you're here in camp, Hummingbird, I won't harm you. But, do be warned. The longer you stay here, the more I will pry at its defenses. And slowly but surely I will get to you. But, I look forward to your time out in the forest. See what you can do. See what you can do to stop me. If you so think you can. <laughs> See you around, Dave. Man, I can't wait until we crash this spaceship into a fucking sun. We're not crashing the party, yeah. the other party into For, the party too. Yeah. <laughs> Why would we do that? Thousands of people live there. Uh, before, I'm guessing Dave's just like disintegrated back into. He, he's starting to. Before he disappears, Nia's going to do that thing where she like points to her own eyes and then points to him. <laughs> Watching you. <laughs> or points to her own eye and points to him. Alright, and Dave's left, and now you guys are stuck in the game. What a cunt. I mean, she's going to try and raise Professor Lestrange on the uh, arm thing just to see if she can. Yeah. Um, you're still able to. You see okay. the pr professor scrambling, you know, trying to... Hi, bro. Our day's going great. How are you? Should have known. We should have been so much smarter about this. How? Well, not all being in the system at once. Felix, if we're in a bad situation, I'd rather we're all together. Yes, but we could have had somebody outside of the system who could have done something. You know? do do the doctor for now, and that's, at the end of the day, it's still his specialty. Yeah. I'm trusting him to help us while we try and help ourselves. As Neil said, in for a penny, in for a pound. But what? Did you not hear the... Never mind. Yeah, I did. I just don't understand the context. Ugh. It means if you have to fight someone, you fight someone all in. I'm going to bed. We need to regroup in the morning and figure out what the hell we can do. That yeah, agreed. I guess. Let's enjoy the safety while it lasts. Yeah. We'd be safe as long as we were inside the compound, so... I guess we should be okay to take a rest. And, um, yeah, I remembered you guys wanted to reach Lestrange. Dr. Lestrange? So, Nya opened a comm to Lestrange basically to tell him everything that, that Dave just told us, that he's evil and <laughs> that we're basically trapped in here. On the bright side, our bodies are frozen, so that should stop them from degrading. How long are you going to be in here? I don't know. 
thousand years. Uh, I mean, the last people were in here until their bodies dissolved into dust. So I'm not saying it. I mean, that's our character, but yeah, no. <laughs> so, Are you able to raise Lestrange? Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. and, and Yap has already told all this to Lestrange and explained what the crack is. Did you mention the, the fact that Dave has a schematic of Mr. Gatsley's ship? That's pretty. She hasn't important. got that far yet. Okay, but you're all you can all see the call since we're all sharing a tent now. So, um, so you guys gonna tell try and tell Doctor Lestrange that? Yeah, yeah. All right. As you go to tell him that, you could see that it's starting to break up, like it's starting to glitch out. No. And- Connect, we're losing the connection. Quick, put vodka in my chew. <laughs> and then it, it blackens out. You have a black screen now. Bugger. Uh, well, that doesn't bode well. Yeah, I'm guessing it was only a matter of time before Dave severed our connection to the strange. But at least he knows what's happened. And I'm sure they're probably going to try and work from the other side to see if they can get us out without turning our brains into porridge. We've just got to roll with the punches now and stick together wherever possible. And that means yeah. no running off after crows and random NPCs. Watch you shot a crow not five minutes ago. I, don't, I think the answers are all going to be at the centre of the forest. Probably. Yeah, I suppose. So, but now tomorrow we... morning, wake up, forget all of this, and just head straight there. No, don't forget all of it. We need to remember some of it. Well, yeah. no, not, sorry, I meant like, no, no more side quests, no more getting distracted with NPCs. Just let's go there. Yeah. Do you reckon this qualifies us for the hazard pay, then? Oh, certainly. Certainly, yes. All right. We've just yeah. been cryogenetically frozen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I did not sign up for. Not again. Yeah. Well, right. Nia's going to curl back up in her thing. Yeah, I enjoy sleeping. All right. The lizard part of her brain is thinking a lot now. Sleeping in the game for a change. Pandora drags her bed from her tent into the other tent with the guys and the talking up. Oh, gracing us with our presence, Your Majesty. Oh, shut up, yeah. <laughs> this is in for a penny, in for a pound. Hmm. One for all. Well, that, one. that means we have to all sleep in the same tent now. Yes. As you guys are settling in, you can hear the sound of the camp coming back to normal as the freezing has stopped hmm. in the programming. But yeah, Nya's going to curl back up, put the blanket over herself, and she's going to start thinking about that uh, error code she saw. Mm. She's right. pondering it in, over and over in her brain, trying to work out. Like okay. the wider implications of it. Rudd really wants to know who Mary was. No one's told her yet. Wait, none of you told Rudd who Mary was? We, we told Kroll that she was a security member. Yeah, but like who she was as a person, not just her fucking stats. <laughs> well, we don't know her as a person. <laughs> I know, that's what she was trying to find out. I think the only thing, no, you do know a little bit, you've got from Virgil that Mary was um, you know, done by the knife, but she was security, she was on, we know as much as she was on that ship, she was a ship officer. Yes. I don't think there's anything more we'd know anyway, other than that she was just a ship officer. Why was she killed, perhaps? Well, maybe the ship was boarded by pirates, and they stabbed her while she was in her pod. Complete speculation. It is, and we've got nothing else to go on. That's why we want to get centre for now. Yeah. yeah. It that could mean... probably be inferred that she died in the pod because she's still uploaded here. Her consciousness wasn't pulled out of the pod when she left the pod. She yeah. must have died. Anyway, do you want to do an outro, French? <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, um, just... And you all remembered what uh, Dave told you, right? Which part? The part that they destroyed his home? Yes, yeah. Um, he mentioned that the, the people in the forest, it seems, which we now know from radar, our players, destroyed his home. Yep. So, um, like, Obviously, usually, you put any amount of people in a video game like this, like, look at Warcraft. You put too many people in there, they'll fuck up Warcraft. Yep. <laughs> look at a Minecraft server. 
Yeah, exactly. This is this is the ultimate bad Minecraft server with no no yeah. mods. With one mod, but the mod went insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Giant golden penises everywhere. <laughs> All right, so we're going to as you guys are turning in for the night, we'll go to our last bit, a uh, little outro information. Deep in the forest, you see. Uh, as you guys are all sleeping deep in the forest, there's this half-elf walking through the forest. Undead seem to pay her no mind as they glance at her. Some are missing jaws, some are missing eyes, but they look at her passively and then move on. She seems unnerved as she holds a orb in her hand. And she goes, Professor, I don't know what it is about these undead, but they just do not seem to be interested in me. It's like, woo, it's Good to know, Captain. We must keep researching this. And you said that you've been having those dreams again. Yes. The one with the boar and the deer? Yes. Hmm. I wonder if there might be something to this, after all. Head back to the camp. We'll wait for you here. Understood, Professor. And a next scene. You see Dr. Lestrange, he's panicking as he's going over the tubes, trying to mess with them, um, trying to figure out that. um, Meanwhile, his console is completely glitching out. Like, there is nothing he can do now. It's just, it's going berserk. Showing error codes and streams of data that can't be deciphered. And Crunch uh, walks through the door, and behind him is Mr. Gatsley. And he's like, how bad is it, Doctor? Oh, it seems to be strange that Dave is acting strange. We don't know what's happening, but his power draw has increased by tenfold ever since they went frozen. I cannot access the program anymore. I have lost all control. We don't even have visual contact anymore with them. I see. And he looks out the open door at the glass, and... You can see arching lightning, like, bouncing across the uh, hall as the shield has been lifted over Dave and the engineer's been pulled away. It's too risky to kill the power to it right now while they're still in it. But keep an eye on it, Doctor. If the shields start failing, I want you to to eject Dave immediately. I'll just do it, Captain. Uh, Mr. Gatsley, I will do that for you. I promise. Good. Keep me informed, Doctor. And Crunch looks over at uh, V's pot, very sad. He's like, do you mind if I stay here? Oh, please, you may. um, I can't do anything else. You can stay if you wish. (laughs) Crunch's voice just crack. (laughs) (laughs) He really does care. Uh, You're going to abandon that (laughs) vest. Yeah, and the scene ends with uh, as Doctor the Strange leaves the uh, room, Crunch puts his hand on the pod, and yeah, he looks sad seeing V frozen in the pod. And um, that's where we'll end. Ah, poor Crunch. Also, poor V, but mostly poor Crunch. Ramping up. Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to Cosmopunk. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, all the regulars. And be sure to check out our Twitter for updates. That's at CosmoPunkPod. And if you like what you're hearing, give us a good rating on iTunes. Maybe come and let us know on the Discord server. Link in the description. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be seeing you in two weeks. Till then, shoot straight and roll high.